0: Welcome back to another episode of the Supporting Nookal with Karis podcast. I'm Karis Saunders and today we're chatting to Mark from Justin Wood. Now Mark is a custom furniture maker. He really believes in forever furniture. And today we spoke about his family influences all throughout the business. How it can be such a struggle to have that work-life balance, but also how he makes every single product so unique. And if you want to see some of Mark's work, do go over to the Supporting Local podcast on Facebook and Instagram. And you can have a little movie at Mark's work and all our other podcast guests. Now let's go chat to him.
1: It's a funny one, I don't know if, if anybody knows about my life, but I was in IT for like 10, 15 years. Okay. Yeah, I just kind of fell into it, you know, as a kid growing up. My granddad had a, always had a workshop, he was like kind of an old school joiner type thing and um, I just spent all my days that were free in his workshop, you know, making stuff and yeah. you know, playing with all the tools and making whatever I can and I always had that kind of start off in in life and then I just kind of fell into IT I was into music as well so I was going to be a rock star so I was never going to have a proper job you know (laughs) and that didn't quite work out and just while I was working I was just I just kind of fell into IT so I kind of progressed my IT career I did quite well in IT, and, um, but I just wasn't happy. Like, I was just really kind of stressed out. And um, I actually became really, really not very well, like really mentally ill and oh. um, really struggled with anxiety and panic disorder and stuff. And um, I don't even know how it, it happened, but when I started getting more free time or I tried to make free time, I just started making stuff again. And it just felt great, just for myself initially. And then, like, any excuse to, to make something else around the house or for friends or... Or whatever, and then I just started up a small Etsy shop. I think even just to start selling on Facebook. But first, uh, that was in 2016 or something. That's when Justin Wood kind of was formed because people started saying, "Oh, can we buy some of this stuff?" So I was still in IT at the time, and uh, I ended up getting a really great IT job that I get paid lots of money to do very little. And <laughs> I was kind of like I was on call just all the time, day and night, just to fix these big fancy computers. And uh, when I wasn't fixing that, I was pretending that it was running. Justin Wood for the whole time so it was great because my boss even knew all about it he was saying you know like if there's nothing for you to fix, you should be in your workshop, kind of thing. Yeah. So it was just when I came from such a stressful IT job, you know, it was so unwell. It was just like so hard for me to get used to this. Like I thought like I was going to get in trouble or whatever. But it was just such a great thing. And and even though that was a brilliant job, we kind of knew that it wasn't going to last for very long, just yeah. with the nature of what we were doing. And eventually I got made redundant on that job. Oh, yeah. And it must have been, I think it's four years ago now. It was a a few days before Christmas when we got made a redundant. And my boss said to me, like, This is your this is your time. I was like, You're never going to get an opportunity like this again just go for it kind of thing and I thought to myself yeah I'm going to go for it I'm going to try and you know be happy and do what I love and and that's that kind of was the stepping stone like, I wish I had been more developed in my business when that yeah. happened but these things happen and I was just like I'm going to go for it you know I love it so much so I'm going to do it so that's how it became it was almost forced to be full time but in the run up to that I was doing all the like craft fairs and stuff and I was in a couple of shops and, and stuff like that and I was pretending in my head that it was like a, a proper business even no it wasn't you know so but yeah so that's kind of how, how I was born yeah that was just almost four years ago now so.
0: that's mad and it's almost nice in a way obviously being made redundant isn't nice at all but it was kind of like a blessing in disguise and it's so sweet that your boss was so supportive and kind of like well why not you know just go to your yeah, workshop yeah. and keep yourself busy
1: it's such a funny thing to be like passionate about but I think I'm not the most joyful person in the world but <laughs> when I'm creating and stuff and making stuff and designing stuff and I'm working with wood and, you know, like all sorts of stuff, but just. That is my joy, if you know what I mean. I just, I love it so much. And I think people really, they meet me and they're like, wow, you really are passionate. This isn't, you're not just saying this kind of thing, you know? <laughs> I think that's a necessity too, if you have, if you're starting a small business. I feel like it's not worth it for the money and the work that you have to do is so hard, but I don't think it's worth it if you don't love it, yeah. you know? So,
0: yeah, no, 100%. Like the amount of time and everything you have to put into it, it is just all about the passion, do you know? Because if you were just in it for money, loads of people would probably quit after the first month.
1: Oh, definitely, definitely, yeah. So yeah,
0: do you sure. remember back four years ago then, or probably longer actually, whenever you first started and started creating products, what was the very first thing that you made?
1: The very first thing, I was on another podcast and was talking about this and <laughs> I was thinking about it and... um one of the first things I made when I was a kid that, that I remember that it was about was um a toilet roll or not a toilet roll a kitchen roll holder from my granny Okay. and um, she needed something and I, you know and thinking back now like I wish I had kept it like she like yeah. they they're both died you know and she used that toilet roll or that kitchen roll holder for it must have been 30 years you know oh, wow. I made it literally it was such a such a kid but um that's not the question you ask anyway it was a desk tidy I called them man tidy and it's basically like something to put your phone and your watch on and yes. I made one for myself and this was a long time ago i made one for myself i can't i think somebody's seen it or somebody wanted one and i made one for them and then that's that was the actual thing that was actual that started justin woods because people said you know we want to buy these things so that was it the first thing yeah that justin wood did anyway
0: that's so cool I, um i really wish i knew I had found you like years ago because uh, like, <laughs> literally a few years ago, I had bought one for my boyfriend and I couldn't find anywhere local that was doing them. So I actually had to get it from, oh, I don't know, somewhere random, like, ukraine or like oh, brag wow. or somewhere and like it's lovely do you know but i wish that i had found you all these years ago maybe i just need to get him a new one I need yeah. just a mid one instead <laughs> how do you come up with your different products then do you know starting say with the kitchen holder and then the desk tidies and now like you do such a big range especially your robot i really want to hear about them
1: it's just funny my work it's just the strangest craziest thing that you know people say to me like what do you do and I still don't know what to tell them, I say custom furniture, but like I make the most crazy things you know like from you know, people come to me and can you make this can you make that I was just like yeah why not kind of thing so um idea wise most of the time I would love to start doing my own things just because I want to design new yeah. stuff but most of the time it comes from commissions so this the okay. idea starts off with somebody saying I need a whatever and then that's when I start designing stuff and creating stuff maybe doing prototypes and stuff but that's usually the way the, the ideas start but robot wise the robot's came from my kids love going to it was either weapons or robots they made so <laughs> it was like they, they started going and every time it was like oh let's make a robot let's make a robot and then that led into i just put some stuff up on instagram about the kids making stuff like that and then other parents were like our kids were like that you know so i started doing classes where the a parent can take a child and we can build a robot at the workshop together. Then I started selling them on Etsy as well so that we can do it at home. And um, I'm trying to make the kits as simple as possible, but at the same time that they can use their creativity and try and make something that even though two kids might get the same pack, everything can be completely different, you know, yeah. they can look kind of different. So, so yeah, that's that's the story of the robots came from, you know, my own kids making them or helping them make the robots.
0: Oh, that's so lovely. Like, it's so nice that, you know, you have that like family influence the whole way through, like from your kids and the robots and from your grandest you know, doing it all whenever you were away. It's so nice yeah. that you've kept that throughout the business.
1: Yeah, I think that's the thing with the family, like, well, with a, a small business, well, certainly with my small business, it seems to be a common thread that. You know everybody has to get involved. Like, yeah. like dear love, my wife, I act like she's employed by me, you know, she doesn't get paid or anything. But I'm like, can you do this and can you do that? And and even the kids, like, you know, during lockdown, our bottle openers went crazy and um and everybody was there. Like we were there with a two-month, three-month-year-old wee baby in my yeah. workshop, and she was like making bottle openers. Like not not my child obviously (laughs) Ruth and then the kids like our older kid like he was doing all the vinyls like the custom vinyls and he was taking them all off and helping us wrap and it was just like it is so involved and I like that aspect of it because it's great that having them see what goes on in the business and even the lifelong lessons like our eldest one sells stuff every year at the craft fair that I would go to so he takes a wee part of my table and even life lessons like you know you need to make this it needs to look good it needs to feel good for the people touching it and th- even the life lesson like you have whatever 10 of these but you don't make any money unless you sell them all these wee things going around in his head and dealing with people and having this ethos and the work ethic of making it good and making it nice you know it's, it's just so good for the, the kids I think
0: no absolutely it's so so nice and I love that you're getting your kids involved as well do you know almost starting them young in the business <laughs>
1: hmm Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> Who knows what's going to happen? My goodness.
0: <laughs> so what would an average day look like for you then, Mark? Because obviously you do have the kids and I'm sure you are super busy.
1: Every day kind of is different depending on what's happening. But stereotypically I'm trying to get all the kids sort of usually go to the post office to drop off any Etsy orders, or any orders that are there. And then head to if I, get, I need to get materials, I would be trying to do that first thing. And if I have any maidens, I try and schedule them in the morning so that I can, you know, get back to work kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And then head to the workshop. And that's the funny thing, you know, you talk about kids and all. It's like I was dropping off the kids a couple of weeks ago and one of the kids looked at me and says, Daddy, I have to go to school and I have to sit there all day. And you just go to your workshop and you're just going to go and play all day. (laughs) And I was like... (laughs) That's right, son. That's right. So I just, I just play all day. That's it now. But like I say, it it just completely depends. Like, you know, I I hate admin type things, but I try and do them in in the morning, try and get, get back to people. So if I'm sketching designs, if I'm getting contact with people, that trying to price stuff, trying to order different material online or whatever. um, I try and do that in the morning and then just try to spend as much as I can then in the workshop making the rest of the day. As it's said time and time again, when you're a small business, you have to do everything. Like nobody's going to do anything for you, whether it's your, you know, and stuff, trying to keep on top of stuff, getting back to people, Instagram, social media. Oh, my goodness, banking, all of these things, invoicing. It's just, you know, so it can be really, really full on, you know, and it can be depending on how busy you are. Then when you come home, then you could be after the kid's get her put to bed it can kind of be like let's wrap borders and let's get stuff done after that as well but i do try and keep it as much as i can in the workshop now and kind of working hours
0: yeah I think it's so important like don't get wrong it's literally impossible I think for small businesses but I think it's so important to have that kind of work-life balance and as you said you know keep it in the workshop and then once you leave you're like no I'm Mm -hmm. like I'm Mark I'm just chilling now and like I'm a dad and I'm gonna have dinner and watch some tv rather than be like oh well the kids are in bed let me just go and do this
1: yeah, I think it's a. I think you actually need to practice because yeah. I think that it's my kind of like fault as that kind of perfectionism thing creeps in going. Oh, I could always be doing more I could always be doing better I can and it would like eat you up like it would really it'd be really really negative for you if you let it so you almost need to practice trying not to it sounds so silly like but yeah very
0: important no I 100% agree like I would probably be a bit like you and would always be like oh I have a spare minute you know let me just go and do this for a few hours or whatever and it was my boyfriend I was like you don't know how to relax like you need to chill out yeah because like I will like go to work all day and then come home and like edit for a few hours or whatever. So if I'm not editing after work and you know it comes like half five and I'm home I'm like what are you supposed to do, do you know <laughs> I could be doing yeah. something like what do you mean yeah. just
1: child. and it's funny my relaxing time is like I have a bath like I love having a bath I like okay. to I like to tell people it's because I work so hard I deserve it and all but then all I do in the bath is like learn woodworking techniques on yeah. YouTube or something you know it's just like it's just working anyway but it, I enjoy it so it's all good
0: I know, like your brain just never turns off, but it is no. kind of back to that. You have to have the passion for it, which you clearly do, do, you know, or else you'll just make yourself miserable.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was so miserable in my job, but that's why I'm so passionate now about people like when I see some friends and stuff and they're like making all this money, you're just like, it's just not worth it, you know. And I got to this stage where I couldn't, like so it wasn't worth it for me, you know. So I, and I understand that people don't maybe get that, that bad. But I, at one stage of my life, I, I sat and was trying to do the maths and I was like, I could be doing this for another 35 years. Yeah. I was like, I can't, I just can't do that. In 35 years time, I would love to still be making stuff out of wood, you know what I mean? Like, that would be amazing, you know? So it is, it's just like, there's so much more to life than, than making money, you know, and climbing up a corporate ladder. 100%
0: 100% yeah it's so important as well to kind of recognise it like you did and be like I can see where this is heading so I need to change course here and I, I love that you have you know taken the leap and started your own business yeah so Mark what do you think has been your proudest achievement so far like maybe it was so many orders or maybe like a really big commission what have you been most proud of yeah
1: it's, it's a funny one I mean again another thing I don't know whether it's a Northern Ireland thing that we love to hate ourselves and think yes. nobody you know and <laughs> not you know it's a, it's a crazy thing but like I definitely have a bit of this imposter syndrome type thing that you know I'm not formally trained in any sort of carpentry woodworking you know furniture making even if I have done it for most of my life but like that kind of really creeps into you. so like I'm so proud when somebody comes up to me and says I love your furniture designs I like try my best I want to make things beautiful I want to make them all sexy and like amazing and the best it can ever be but if I think that it doesn't really mean anything you know that Other people need to think that, you know, for it to be worth anything and uh, when somebody comes to me and says like i love your style i love the way you do this it's amazing like it just makes me feel like i'm in the right place like oh thanks I've, I'm, I'm almost like worthy to be doing what i'm doing yeah. so i really really think that's a big thing then then the other one is that i got a phone call a couple of years ago from like a representative of powers whiskey and they wanted to do uh, it was just kind of like i didn't apply for anything I didn't do anything they for me and they wanted to like i do a, a wee piece on me being like an artisan handcrafted maker type thing and um i was so grateful for that because i was like oh my goodness this is like somebody seeing my value oh, and yeah. my work and my in my strive for me using stuff with my hands and trying to make it amazing and and they came and did a video and the promotional thing and and that's led to um a good bit of work from them you know whether it's big whiskey displays or um, stuff like that and even run a workshops with them so it's been a good relationship and that was I was kind of proud that that, that came naturally it wasn't me going looking for it that was brilliant
0: that's incredible so kind of speaking of then with the powers like a collaboration wise have you done any collaborations with other local businesses or are there any that you would love to do I,
1: I've been thinking about this a bit and I haven't really done a collaboration I've done lots of work for lots of businesses you know like yeah. their branding and stuff and making stuff for them and all that um for collaboration wise i'm totally up for something like that i would like to do and um, maybe you can help with this i would like to do a collaboration with somebody that we can do a workshop that you can have like some sort of i was thinking like like welcome signs for a house or something yeah. and we could do a welcome board and avoid the wood and get the vinyl all, but like have some sort of like um either dried or artificial flowers or something so if we could work with some sort of like like that kind of artificial flower thing we could have two aspects going on at once Something like that might be good. I kind of thought about that, but I've never done anything. Again, if anybody wants to get involved, you know, get in touch.
0: That is so cool. I would absolutely love that. The first person who popped in my head is Innocent Chaos. Have yes, I, is that? that is that Laura? Um, I is think, it, I, I think can't
1: think
0: remember so. her name. Just off the top of my
1: head, I think I think book. I think we went to the same child a child when we were really really young. So.
0: Yes, yeah, so she does like the silk and the dried floors um, and like she's so busy with weddings but her stuff is absolutely stunning. Yeah, I, th-
1: I think I know her. I think I follow
0: her. So yeah, you could try with her or oh, I can't even think. There's like Pixie and Piper do beautiful dried floors. I actually have some in my room. Oh, there's a few. I'll need to, I'll need to have a wee look back. Do you know what I'll do? No, I'll let you go through podcast guests because that's the only way I remember people now. Yeah. <laughs> But that would be so exciting. And I love that you kind of have thought about it. You know, like, I would like to make this. Yeah,
1: well, we actually have one out in our front <laughs> on our front, front of our house. So I mean, we're just kind of, when we were making one for our own, we thought it might be a good idea for a workshop. But yeah, it definitely isn't as nice as maybe the is that somebody who knows what they're doing me and I well it's not I can't even take the credit as my wife and a hot leg on so it. yeah it still looks
0: good oh well I'd love to see it and I cannot wait hopefully you'll be able to get these collaborations on the go because I think it'll be so exciting for a little workshop like I know like I don't have my own house yet but I'm always like I'm buying stuff for my house and like we're not even looking or anything I'm just so excited yeah. to do it so things like this I'm like oh, well that's exactly what our imaginary house needs so do you have any exciting things coming up soon that you can give us a little teaser for then?
1: Um, it's funny, I never really know what's going to be around the corner, like what the next phone calls going to, like, I'll be making. Um, But something that I've really been into at the minute and I want to develop more is, like, the idea of, like, sculpting things. I really okay. like the idea of, like, furniture or just even art pieces type thing with that are all, like, hand-carved and sculpted into things. So that's something that I'm kind of, like, working on. And I don't want to say my free time, but, like, yeah a wee bit uh, certainly I've, I'm thinking about it and I'm, I'm practicing that sort of thing at the minute so maybe keep an eye out for something like that. But.
0: Very exciting and uh, yes because I'm sure you do as you said like a lot of commissions so you actually don't know no, what's coming next.
1: <laughs> yeah no not at all.
0: What would the commission process kind of be like for you do you know obviously it will depend on the size of the piece but now can you talk us through
1: the process? Yeah, so people usually get in touch either via my website or social media. We just have a, a chat on my website. There's like a commission like inquiry form that you can fill in with your budget and stuff. And budgets, like people don't want, really want to talk about budgets. Yeah. But, you know, it really does help to try and see like what we're working with and what we you know, whether we can work together and stuff. And But yeah, so we try and get like a, a rough budget and what they want and then we need the size of what we want and like wood, such a crazy thing because it can be so expensive you know for some pieces of wood and maybe not so expensive so they can vary so much but i usually start with colors of wood because that's easier than people maybe don't know species of woods yeah. and stuff so I do that and then so sometimes it can be helpful i can get them to take a photograph of where the say it's a dining table or something you know where's it going to go like what's it going to look like because everything's custom like I can make any shape style whatever so it's like you know is it going to be a rectangular table is it going to be a funny shape table you know circular table yeah. sometimes we get them to lay out you know like cardboard boxes in the shape of the table to make sure what size it's going to be and see if it looks good in you know that floor area yeah. and then also maybe them send either pictures of stuff that I've done in the past that they like or like Pinterest ideas I love putting my own style on everything that I do if you know what I mean so if I get a picture like I don't just want to copy that I want yeah. to try and like Maybe what yours. can we do to make this wee bit more sexy or like to complicate it a wee bit to make it look more handmade so I know it's, it's terrible business ethos like to complicate stuff yeah I can't help it and then we just kind of go back and forward with sketches and then I would get a deposit and then just start working on it and i do try and keep people in the loop the whole way so whether it's on instagram just showing everybody or whether sending them like different profiles like oh this is a rounded over one this is like a chamfer one what ones you prefer and stains and stuff and or even sometimes people come up and visit the workshop and just have a chat and see like the wood firsthand and like kind of natural light because you know it's hard to photograph sometimes so yeah. and i do try and you know keep that the whole process keep them involved in the whole process because in the end of the day it's their piece it's their House, I want them to say, I actually chose that. See that wee detail there? I, you know, we picked that. You know, you just stuff you can't do in the shop. You know, when you buy stuff.
0: And my sister has. No, I'm not sure who made it. It was someone really local to her. Has basically a big wooden dining table. Do you know and Like, Mm -hmm. it's it's not just like a standard one from a shop or whatever. Like it was custom made, and I I think it's the most beautiful thing in the world. So again, like when we get her a house, I'm like. I want this, you know, in the big theme across the fireplace and everything, like, I think it's so, mm-hmm. so beautiful. And it's so nice that you do kind of look at stuff and be like, okay, this is what you want, but let's make it unique. Like, let's make it, you know, especially for you. But then again, for the customer and then you're like, nobody else will have this.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really important because at the end of the day, you should love it. Like, we have IKEA furniture in our house. Uh, like, we're gradually replacing it all with stuff that I'm making, but there's a time and place for everything. And like, I understand budgets are all crazy and stuff. But like, if you're going to spend the money, you want it to last forever and you want it to look good for a long, long time. So, yeah. it, you know, I do find that I feel like it's really important, but it, it is putting that touch in things like, you know, at the minute I'm talking about some, making somebody a bench, like a memorial thing for a person. And we're going through the process of like who he was and what he was and what he did and what was his passions. And we're trying to put that into the, the bench, you know, so that it'll be membered forever, you yeah. know, so it is, it's, it's just nice that you can do those sort of things.
0: Oh, that is so special. Do you have any idea, do you know, in the future, like, say, five years' time, where you would love Justin Wood to be?
1: Yeah, I mean, I just want to be doing more of the same things. You know, I think my dream uh, about the whole thing, I would love to employ my wife. and I love making stuff like I can make stuff all day and all night but see the whole admin stuff and like (laughs) organizing business and trying to run a business I say to my wife like almost daily going please just take over my business and just tell me what to do you know like that's my real dream you know but more so than that it's like I want to be able to spend loads of time on one piece of furniture yeah yes that'll mean that the piece will be expensive but I'll have the freedom to like make this like so beautiful I would love to spend a month making you know know a bed or something like people knowing that he's hand carving this thing this, yeah. this is all amazing you know like that that's kind of what I would love to do but I I don't have any mad aspirations of like I don't want to be making 100 beds a month I would yeah. rather make one bed <laughs> and me do it and be so involved with the, the customer and with the piece that you know that's kind of the dream
0: oh, that's so nice yeah kind of be able to have the time to dedicate it and really make it so personal and all the others thing, it'd be absolutely beautiful and it'd be so exciting as well do you know hopefully do you know Say so you get a bit bigger and you can get your wife on board and then yeah you'll literally just be able to work with the world like 24 7
1: yeah that's a dream <laughs>
0: <laughs> so just to finish up there mark how tell us your favorite local business if you can pick one
1: yeah, I feel like this is almost like a trick question. Yes. You know, it's, like, it's just, there's, there's so many. And I think Northern Ireland is brilliant at that at the minute. Like that's what it takes two seconds to say to you. Like, thank you so much for being like uh, a, are you? Like I was going to say a sponsor, but you're kind of like, you know, like just really trying to promote and like really taking it on for yourself to promote and in this time it's hard for small businesses i know a few that have been closing down recently and you know it's so important to try and support them mm-hmm. if you can and you know whether it's liking and sharing instagram things it goes a long way and you know as long as we've got people like you helping promote people it'll go a long way and you know like yes, yeah, so thank you on behalf of small That's businesses so and stuff mark. but um there Are a couple that like it comes spring to mind, like the the Bow guys, David and Karen? You had them on mm-hmm. the Belfast Bow tie company, okay? They're great, and I love their story and I love their kind of ethos and yeah. the family aspect. And like you know, it, it comes from a dining table, and now they've got premises, and it's it's great. And then there's also another guy that it turns out I met him on Instagram, and it turns out his workshop is literally around the corner from mine, but he hand makes, um bicycles, he's called Owen, and he's the, the company's called Donard, okay. and uh, so it's like handmade bicycles, amazing. Like this guy, he's a numbers guy, so he's just so into like the precision and I just love that. I just think it's great. You know, that ethos of like making an amazing hand build for your body. I just love that. Somebody to check out.
0: Absolutely. Yes. Whenever we were over at the Tedbury market and I bumped into Belfast Bow Company and they were like, you need to go chat to Mark. You need to chat to him. <sighs> and I was like, do you know, I just haven't found him yet because we had just yeah. come in.
1: They're lovely. Really yeah, nice. no,
0: it's, it's one of my favorite things to like support local businesses and if, say like if I bought a piece from you, like I know that you have made it and you've got your family involved it and it's supporting you and your family rather than just like a big shop or whatever but I think it's so nice to then see local businesses like supporting each other and even if they do like do really similar products and would technically be like competitors still shout out about other businesses and they'll still Mm -hmm. be so supportive and then doing collaborations like it's it's one of my favorite things
1: yeah no it's great it's a you know like I appreciate it and I'm sure that um lots of other people appreciate it as well so thank you
0: That's so sweet. Well, Mark, thank you so much for coming to my podcast. It was so, so lovely to chat to you. No problem. Thank you so much for inviting me. We're going
1: to be seeing it.
0: Isn't Mark so, so lovely? I am such a fan of his furniture and cannot wait to fill my house with it whenever I eventually do get a house. Now, as I said, do go over to have a little look at his work. Everything is linked in the episode notes. And also, if you enjoyed this episode, please go over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening right now leave us a little rating or review let me know your thoughts and I'll be back with a new episode next week